The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Hey there, my friend, and welcome to episode 103 here on the Art of Homeschooling podcast. In this episode, I want to share with you a simplified perspective on what we teach our children at different stages of their schooling. As homeschoolers and teachers, we usually start with what to teach in each grade, right? But today, we're going to look at dividing the elementary years into just three stages rather than eight different grades. This way of looking at what we're teaching is really freeing to me. This perspective comes from an enlightening lecture that Rudolf Steiner gave to the teachers in the very first Waldorf school back in the late summer of 1919, right before that first school opened. In this lecture, which can now be found as lecture 10 in his book, Practical Advice to Teachers, Steiner outlines the three stages of the Waldorf curriculum from ages six or seven to nine, nine to 12, and 12 and up. He's getting more concrete and specific in his lectures by lecture number 10 because he it was only five days until that very first Waldorf school opened its doors. So if you don't know anything about how Steiner trained those very first teachers. He called this, he, he gave lectures for a, about two and a half weeks before the first school opened, and he called it the teacher's seminar. 
You can find these lectures collected in three books by Rudolf Steiner. The first is The Foundations of Human Experience, then Practical Advice to Teachers, and finally Discussions with Teachers. But before we get to today's topic, I just want to mention that this week is the two-year anniversary of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Wow. I create this free content every single week because I love the reach and the connection it gives me with homeschoolers like you. Here's a recent review of the podcast over on iTunes. I am so grateful for this podcast and being able to follow Jean on Instagram. I have listened to every episode, sometimes even twice, and it's been invaluable. I know this takes a lot of time, but please keep on doing it because it's so helpful. Well, thank you so much, Brigitte, for that review. And don't worry, I plan to keep on podcasting and sharing my experience with homeschoolers around the world. If this podcast is helpful to you, dear listener, and you want to leave your own review, you can go to lovethepodcast.com slash art of homeschooling and leave a review of your own. I would so appreciate it because it helps other homeschooling parents to find this show. Now, back to the three stages of the Waldorf curriculum. This is going to be so helpful to you, whether you follow the Waldorf approach or not, because I really think that this idea helps us to shift our thinking about what to teach and when from a grade-by-grade perspective to one of three or four grades at a time. You'll see this is a different way of looking at the subjects we teach. As you may know, uh, Steiner never wrote down a detailed curriculum. Many believe he intended to eventually, but he died five years after the first Waldorf school opened, and those years were consumed with all the challenges that come with opening a new school. Steiner opens this lecture by describing the need to go from the simple to the complex, to build up the curriculum slowly. I think this is such helpful advice for us as homeschoolers. Steiner said, and this is a quote, the curriculum will not at first contain everything, for we shall build up the way we view things by degrees. Oh, this is so much like the advice that I often share with homeschoolers to scale back until it's working and then add from there. We have to start simply and then gradually get more and more complex. Building up the curriculum slowly really helps us to simplify our teaching, but it also contributes to our children engaging more readily with the lessons. And it fits with the Waldorf idea of moving from the whole to the parts. So we start out with the bigger picture, and then we get more and more detailed. Just as Steiner said, we we build up the way we view things by degrees. 
This lecture details a critical piece of the Waldorf curriculum framework and is a great starting point for homeschoolers because the three stages are not grade specific, but are a sequence of subjects from about age six or seven through the elementary years and even into high school. This adds, I think, a sense of fluidity, of flow to the curriculum, and can even help us feel more relaxed. Thinking about the school years as being broken up into three longer, more fluid stages versus grade by grade. Steiner also says in this lecture, quote, it will be good speaking now of the ideal, to have less of a sharp differentiation between the classes within each stage than between the stages themselves. Oh my gosh, I just love this because he's he's helping us look at the children before us and think about their stage of development as opposed to just specifically what grade they're in. So before I describe the three stages of the Waldorf curriculum specifically, I do want to mention that you can see a visual of this over in the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 103. So one fun little story I want to share is that about seven years ago, when I first started blogging about homeschooling, I would post an image on Pinterest every time a new blog post came out. So this episode that you're listening to is based on an article I wrote in those early years, actually way back in 2015. And the image that I created and put up on Pinterest is, to this day, one of the most popular images I've ever posted. So it's a visual of these three stages that I'm going to describe. And it's a great one, I think, to print out and put inside your planner to remind you of how to simplify I also want to give a little background here into Steiner's view of child development. So Rudolf Steiner observed that in the preschool and kindergarten years, children learn best through play. So he proposed for a variety of reasons that formal lessons should begin in first grade. Generally, the year a child is six years old, turning seven sometime during that year. Steiner describes the stages of child development as being from ages zero to seven, then seven to 14, and 14 and up, or 14 to 21. These correspond in our experience to the preschool kindergarten years, really, or birth through kindergarten, we should say, and then the elementary years, and then the high school years, right? So now when we switch to talking about the three stages of the curriculum, these all fall within the elementary and the high school years because curriculum doesn't come into play until the years of the more formal learning that begins at age seven. So with the Waldorf approach, we don't really start formal lessons until around age seven or that year that a child is turning seven, which is typically first grade. 
And so in this lecture, Steiner has divided the elementary and high school years into three stages of learning, as opposed to the eight grades of the elementary years and the four grades of the high school years. So I hope that gives you a little bit of background to begin to think about how to begin to apply curriculum when you begin more formal lessons in first grade. So here are the three stages of the Waldorf curriculum, along with the topics and types of activities that Rudolf Steiner suggests we focus on at each of these stages. So stage one, ages six through nine. We are looking at and wanting to focus on the artistic realm as the starting point. So hands-on artistic activities, music, painting, drawing, what I like to call the lively arts, right? Those are the activities we're bringing. Writing arises out of drawing, and then reading comes from writing. So really the order is drawing, writing, reading. That's a little different than other approaches foreign languages, but only from the perspective of learning to speak the language, not write it or learn about the grammar of it. And then arithmetic, but that comes a little later, he said, this is interesting, because most of us introduce know to or understand to introduce all four processes in first grade. He sometimes contradicted himself, right? But arithmetic, we're going to bring arithmetic. So in these years, in this first stage, artistic activities, drawing, writing, reading, foreign languages, and arithmetic. Those are the topics for three years. Okay, stage two is ages nine to 12. We're going to work on developing self-awareness, grammar, which really encompasses at this age parts of speech, word families, word inflections, how how we use words to convey meaning, and then natural history of the animal kingdom, natural history of the plant kingdom, foreign languages, further developing foreign languages, geometry, physics, geography. And like I said, you can see a list of these topics over in the show notes. Now, the third stage is ages 12 and up. And this is when we get into grammatical syntax, which really refers to sentence structure, how we put sentences and paragraphs together. Minerals, And he says specifically through geometric forms, linking this to physics. Interesting. Minerals, physics, chemistry, foreign languages, history, and geography. If you look at these lists of topics for these three stages, I find it fascinating that particularly in ages six or seven through nine, it's so simple right? We are looking at reading, writing, and arithmetic through artistic activities. Very simple, foreign languages speaking only. So we're going to do verses and songs in our own language and perhaps in another language. So, so simple. 
And then ages nine through 12, we're going to go deeper and we're going to add in natural history of animals and plants. We're going to add in geometry, physics, geography. And then ages 12 and up, we're going to go more deeply into history and continue with a lot of those subjects. One thing I want to note is that my experience as a teacher trained as a classroom teacher is that it's really important for us to remember that learning is not just checking a subject off of a list, right? We don't teach a subject and then our child knows it. We teach a subject by introducing new content. We practice it. We go a little deeper into that content. We practice it some more. And this process can take years. And that is something that I really like about these three stages because it's clear to me in reading the topics for each stage that we're intending to go deeper with some of the subjects that we introduced in the previous stage. Steiner himself talked a lot about the economy of teaching, that we don't have to spend hours and hours every single day in lessons. And in fact, that can truly exhaust a child. He talked about that a lot. And so instead, we want to review what we've learned so far, introduce new concepts through story, and then engage in hands-on artistic activities to help children retain the learning. So with these three stages of the curriculum, Steiner points out that it is an economical way to teach and that we build from the bottom up from those first subjects and then add from there while really bringing as much hands-on learning as we can. Another quote from Steiner in this lecture that I love is, we must bring our intellectual age back to the realm of the will. What the teacher speaks is not followed by reflection on what he or she has said or by a slow-spoken answer, but by action. And that's where I think hands-on learning really shines, right? We want to introduce something through story, but we need to bring it into action. When we don't, learning can be so abstract, and Steiner's whole goal with this new approach was to make the learning more concrete and memorable. I really find this inspiring. Honestly, as homeschoolers, once we have more than one child, using a grade-by-grade -grade curriculum can be really overwhelming. And how much easier would it be to use this list of subjects and design lessons for all of our children to, to do together? For example, doing geography or grammar all together with different activities geared toward the different age of our, of our children, that would be just so much more interesting and fun. Or studying the natural history of animals, for example, or of plants while helping our kiddos in the early grades work on their writing and reading while helping kids, our kids in the middle grades begin to hone their research skills, for example. When I shared a conversation about this lecture with a homeschooling friend, she reflected back to me with this. To heal the culture by incorporating a more ancient, slower timetable, to unite the intellect with feeling and will through practices 
like working with memory through recitation and the idea of reading coming before writing or embracing Steinard's words, a quote from this lecture, binding the human being to the world versus abstracting the human being from the world. This is giving me a lot to think about. (laughs) In reviewing all this, I also noticed once again, Steiner's similarity to Charlotte Mason with his emphasis on narrative retelling instead of formal composition all the way until high school, really. Steiner definitely thought that the ability to retell accurately and thoughtfully versus completely imaginative creative writing, or even teaching children a set paragraph structure or template for writing, he felt this was one of the most important goals for the scope of the entirety of the elementary years. And that this was the foundation upon which any fruitful composition instruction rests. And I've seen this over and over again with not only my own three children, but with other homeschoolers as well who follow a Waldorf approach, that these children develop their ability to verbally summarize, to retell accurately, and to write really concise summaries To me, having been a a high school English teacher, this is such an important foundational skill for higher education and learning in both high school and beyond high school. The ability to concisely summarize. And in the Waldorf approach, it's initially you're summarizing from just one story. But as children enter the, the middle school years, they're taking information from a variety of sources and summarizing that into one piece of writing. And that skill will serve them well over and over and over again in their future learning. I also find it reassuring to realize that Steiner and his first Waldorf school had to factor in the constraints of reality, just like we do. He had to make some compromises in that first school. But Steiner was a pragmatist. He was very practical. And his goal was to instruct those first teachers in how to bring the learning alive in new ways beyond the teacher as lecturer that was prevalent in schools at that time, just as it still is today. I find that these lectures from the teacher's seminar, particularly from the, that are collected in the book, Practical Advice to Teachers, they can be so helpful to us and inspiring to us as homeschoolers, and even more so than us trying to model ourselves after a Waldorf classroom. These three stages of the Waldorf curriculum can be a simpler starting point for our homeschooling than trying to cover each grade's curriculum, especially if we have more than one child. This outline is really a progression, a sequence, and this could also allow for us to envision how we might combine grades or at least overlap some subjects in a homeschool setting. This three stages of curriculum approach is worth exploring further, particularly as it applies to Waldorf homeschooling. I encourage you to take this in 
perhaps listen to this episode again, if you feel called to that and see how these ideas might help you be more fluid in your lesson planning and in your homeschooling going forward. Thanks so much for tuning in today. And you can find the show notes for this episode at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 103. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. 